Welcome to the Top Flight Podcast. My name is Esteban Bailey, and joining me today is Gabriel Coelho. Today, we are previewing Everton. Now, Everton had a pretty up-and-down season last year. They finished in eighth, uh, which was one spot below the season season before. Uh, they had a pretty tumultuous season after a massive summer spending uh, spree. They spent over 150 million pounds last summer, and there was belief that Rana Koeman could take this Everton squad to a potential top four finish in the Premier League. However, besides a draw with Man City early in the season, turmoil followed the club. Rana Koeman was fired in October after a blowout defeat to Arsenal at Goodison Park. Sam Allardyce was eventually given the job, and while he was able to get Everton out of the relegation zone and into the top 10 of the Premier League, his performances were not convincing, and most of the fans were pretty tired of his negative style of football. Marco Silva is going to take over this season, and expectations are a little more tempered. Um, Gabriel, what do you think of Everton and their kind of interesting transfer window this summer and their roster as a whole? Um, considering the, the amount of money they spent last season, I, I think the squad is very talented. They have talented players. Uh, they have young potentials that can really play a part this season. And this, the transfer they made, the only transfer they made this season, is Richardson. I think he's talented. He has the potential to become one of the better ringers in the Premier League. But he was very inconsistent last season, apart from the start of the season, under Marco Silva. So I think Everton fans should expect Richardson to improve last season because when Marco Silva was what for his manager, Richardson was playing very well. Um, but their squad as a whole and the team, I think they're very talented. They got themselves a talented manager who is very promising. And I think they, they, they will improve in the, their situation on the table. and. On the football side as well, they, I think the team could expect better performances because I think under some other guys last season, um, they, they play very negative football. They managed to get a few results to finish eighth, but uh, I think that wasn't the complaint. The complaint was about the style of the football and the performances. So I think that there will be an improvement this season, and I think Everton season as a whole will be about improvement and progress on their long-term project that they, they've been currently on. And yeah, that's what I think. I think they will progress and improve this season. Well, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about that roster. Jordan Pickford, obviously England hero at the World Cup. Uh, he made an incredible save against Carlos Baca in the round of 16 penalty shootout against Colombia. Uh, you have Michael Keane, who is supposed to be the next great English center back which he wasn't particularly very good last season. He struggled with some injuries. You have Ashley Williams, Gilfie Sigurdsson, uh, Yannick Bolassi, Richarlison, of course, who just came in. Um, this is a, Yeah, you're right. This is a talented squad. There's no reason why Everton shouldn't be competing at higher levels in the Premier League. Maybe it's not necessarily a top-four squad, but you know, Marco Silva, he was pretty good for Watford until Everton started calling to see if they wanted him back in last October, which kind of ruined Watford's season, as we discussed in the previous podcast. Uh, you should check that out if you, you haven't heard it. Um, but, you know, it's it's interesting because you would have expected Sam Allardyce to keep the job after saving Everton and, you know, basically keeping them at a you know mediocre level and getting them into eighth place. But uh, it, it, you're, you're right. There is some ambition with this board, and they do want to do more than just survive and, you know, get that eighth spot or maybe even play in the Europa League. Everton wants to compete for the top four. That's That's been their biggest issue. They're, they're this rare team in the Premier League where – they are much better. They, they'll never get relegated. They're too good to get relegated. They're too good for mid-table, 
they're, but they're not good enough to make it to the top four, which is very strange considering the history of the club. Obviously, they're the biggest rivals of Liverpool uh, or one of the biggest rivals to Liverpool. You know, this Everton squad, they always seem to have a habit of underperforming, except for that one season when they did make the Champions League under Roberto Martinez. Um, but, you know, do you do you think there's going to be a bounce-back year from players like Gilfie Sigurdsson? I heard, you know, Davi Klaassen is leaving. Uh, Wayne Rooney is gone. They're not going to play three number 10s in the same position like they did last year under Koeman. Um, what can we realistically expect when it comes to their kind of general individual improvements? I think Marco Silva is the type of manager that improves players. You can see that when he was at Hull, he improved Harry Maguire and turned him into the player he is today. And Everton, Richardson is a name that we can, we can think of. But we know that these guys are talented. Sigurdsson, Keane, I think those, those guys, before they joined Everton, they show how good they are. So I think Marco Silva can really uh, get back their, their confidence and the, the, the their performances again, and it could be an improvement season, uh, not only in the individual point of view, but in the in the, in the whole squad point of view. Um, in the football they play, he, Marco Silva tends to play attacking, he keeps, he keeps possession, but at the same time he tries to find the spaces to 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 attack and to to score goals. I think his teams play very, he has a very attacking mindset. But on the individual point of view, I think for each player, they can really prove because Marco Silva is this type of manager. So, Marco Silva, I, I do want to focus a little bit. We, we don't usually do this on the show, but I actually want to go through what their potential starting 11 would be, which is Senk Tonsen, who's probably going to start at striker. He was a Turkish player that they brought in in January, and he was the most expensive Turkish player to ever come to the Premier League. Uh, he's a pretty interesting player. He scored a bunch of goals for Sam Allardyce's club, back in the second half of last season. Behind him, you have Gilfie Sigurdsson, who's likely going to take that number 10 spot now that it's open after Klaassen and uh, Wayne Rooney are gone. Behind him, you know, there, there, therein lies a little bit of, we're not sure who's going to play in the center defensive midfield roles. We have Idrissa Gay, but then we also have maybe Morgan Schneiderlin, maybe Tom Davies, you know, there, there, there's a you know variety of players. Um, then we have on the left and right, we have Richarlison, maybe Bjarnik Bolasi, uh, Adamola Lookman just came back from loan on Leipzig. He might get a couple games in there. You know, this Everton team is all about trying, is going to have to basically find a balance between having players such as Gay, who are very defensively sound, Michael Keane, Ashley Williams, who are a little slower, but very strong defensively, but also having these wide mid players that are very flair. You know, they have a lot of flair. They're very technically gifted. And then they're probably going to cross into the box a lot with Sang Tosun. Um, you know, what do you, th- honestly, like what, what kind of expectations should we have for Everton? Are they going to be a top four contender? Maybe not because I think the, the the top teams like Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, Tottenham, Manchester United, the Manchester City are a lot better. Um, but don't get me wrong, I think this Everton team is very talented. I think they're closing, slowly closing the gap on the on the six teams. I think they can compete with like Arsenal and and Chelsea now, who is under a a rebuilding job with Sarri. Um, but I think we can expect them to, to maybe fight for for the top six spot. I think a fifth place or a sixth place is realistic target for Everton, but to finish the top four maybe is a little bit too much to ask from them right now. But the future for them looks really bright. I think um, 
I think under Marco Silva they, they, they really improve and I think the future looks bright. But for now I think top, competing for a top six or a top five is is what they should be should be looking for. Yeah, and probably also competing for those cup competitions. I mean, this is a, you know, Everton hasn't won a trophy in forever, so I feel like if they yeah. made a real focus to try to win the FA Cup or the Carabao Cup or whatever it's called now, um, it, might, it might actually give their fans a little bit of hope for the next season, especially if, you know, you have this team, this board that is very ambitious and they're willing to spend the money, maybe not spend the money well, but at least spend the money to try to get this team into a Champions League position. If you are Everton, what do you think is their biggest concern? What what part of the field do you think Everton needs to try to address to get a better player in there to try to elevate them beyond just coming in sixth or seventh or maybe even eighth? Um, like if you could, if there's anyone on the market or any rumors that you've heard that you feel like would help Everton the most. Um, I think they're trying to refresh the squad. I think they maybe need a new centre back because actually Williams is not the same player anymore. I feel Jagielka is getting older, so I think they they should be looking for a centre back. I think they they're linked with Jerry Mina, who, who had a very good World Cup and will really improve the squad. Will will bring fresh air and and youthness to to the squad. But um, I think. What they're trying to do right now is to to get younger players and to look on the long long term. I think, I think they're, they're as I said, they're slowly closing slowly closing the gap on the on the top six teams, and I think they could compete very soon. I think um, I think this could be good times for Everton. Um, but I think that what they're trying to do with rebuilding the spot and get younger players is what they should really do. I, I think they're also linked with Lucas Jinge. Um, I I don't I don't it, it will compete with Leighton Baines on the left back position. I think a few years ago Baines was one of the the best left backs in the Premier League, but right now he's getting older and age age catches up with everyone. So I think that's that's why it's happened with Baines and I think Gigne, um he showed promising moments at PSG, at Roma, and also at Barcelona. So I think this could be a very good signing. Maybe get another central midfielder to compete with Maurice Nardilin and Idrissa Gay to give another another option for the manager to change a little bit on the tactical approach. They doesn't they don't have a midfielder like uh, like Navigator, for example, who can really carry the ball forward and create chances from from the middle of the park. So I think this is this is one of the players they could really look for, but. I think they're they're Everton are improving and uh, the job they're, they're trying to do with the squad is decent so far. Yeah, I think that's cool. I think that that makes a lot of sense. Um, all right, so let's go into our expectations slash predictions for Everton. I think when it comes to places, I think the highest that Everton could probably get is around sixth. I don't think they could realistically get fifth or fourth. I think those two spots are going to be really tightly competitive. And I think each of the top four teams, with the exception of Manchester United and Chelsea, have real and I guess Tottenham. But like I think Chelsea and Man United. I know there's a lot of talk that they're not doing so well with the transfer market. I think they're going to be you know still good next season enough to get to the Champions League potentially. Tottenham might have a problem, but I think Arsenal is going to be better. I think Liverpool is going to be a lot better. Man City should be better. Um, I don't think Everton can really break into that top six. But I think from around fifth to seventh, they should they should get around that spot. I think they're going to be better than they were last year. I think 
Marco Silva will do a better job than Kuman because I think he has real ideas and he knows what he wants to do. Whether he can be consistent about it, can do it for an entire season instead of for half a season like he did with Watford or, you know, with a better club than he did with Hull is, you know, yet to be seen. But I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about this Everton squad. So, and I think you are too. Where, where would you put them in the, you know, league standings by the end of the season? I think between 7th and, like, 8th. I don't think they, they will go down, so down. I think it will be a season of improving even if they finish in the same place. Uh, because the, the complaint, as I said before, was the performances. And I think they improved the performances, and I think if they show improvement on the football field, I think that I think the fans will be happy, and the board will be happy, and their whole project of getting their long-term project will, will have a, a progress. So I think between seventh and eighth. I think that's fair. I think I think it's going to be an interesting season for Everton, as it's going to be for every Premier League team. Uh, as we continue our preview show on the Top Flight Podcast of every Premier League team. It's going to be fun. The season's really is fast approaching. I'm really excited for it. I cannot wait for football to start again. Uh, but I hope everybody can con- continue listening to us on the Top Flight Podcast. We'll see you soon. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.